What's up, everybody, and welcome to the bye week. We are excited to announce our next athlete of the week is Monsoor Delane, who balled out against the University of Miami as a freshman when asked to step in. And for the first time ever, we have a sponsor for the Athlete of the Week podcast. So, looking for a gift this Christmas? Whitley's Peanuts has you covered. Whitley's has been producing the finest quality gourmet Virginia peanuts for over 35 years, extending over three generations of business. Not only are they three generations of business, they are three generations of Hokies. The preferred peanut of Virginia Tech Athletics offers a wide variety of products, such as their best-selling home-cooked salted Virginia peanuts, decadent chocolate-covered products, and much, much more. It's never too early to shop for Christmas. I'm already playing Christmas music. Christmas music for me starts in June, as you heard in the last podcast. But use code SOS for 10% off of your first order at Whitley'sPeanut.com and enter the promo code in checkout or drop the code if you call in and order at 1-800-470-2244. Whitley's also offers free standard shipping. Again, use code SOS for 10% off your order at Whitley'sPeanut.com. The official peanut of the Athlete of the Week for Sons of Saturday. So, without further ado, I'm going to ch- hand it over to Mansoor. We also have a lot of awesome stuff coming up later this week. Hokies Hoops podcast returns this week. We're going to be interviewing Coach Giltner later on today. So, bye week. Suns ain't taking off. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. But here is Mansoor Lane. everybody monday october 17th we're pushing it up pretty close to monday night football time time to find out if russell uh, russell wilson can throw score any points against the stand would have been san diego chargers now the la chargers but we're here with the man of the hour the freshman who stepped up big time against miami man no i gotta ask you this, this is actually the first question before we've never asked a question before the intro but I heard the PA guy called you Mansoor Delaney. I thought your name was Mansoor Delane. So let's 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 settle this now. How is the name pronounced? So first off, I mean it's pronounced. I mean it's spelled Mansoor, but it's actually pronounced with an O. So it's Mansoor. So it's oh. Mansoor. Yeah, it's Mansoor Delane. There's no e at the a y at the end. So it's Mansoor Delane. So, okay. Yeah. I was I totally wrong. I heard I heard Delaney in the stadium. Yeah. I'm like, I know that's not right, but I was also wrong. So so Monsor yeah. Delane is a six foot one, one hundred and seventy-five pound defensive back hailing from Archbishop Spalding High School in Silver Spring, Maryland. A freshman at Virginia Tech who stepped in on Saturday and played great along with Cam Johnson. Monsor logged four tackles and two pass deflections. Welcome to the show. Monsor, how you doing? I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Doing good. So tell me a little bit, what's the living situation right now? We've been primarily interviewing upperclassmen. So where are you living? What's the roommate situation? Walk us through it a little bit. So um, I'm in CID right now. So 
that's the newest dorms uh, Virginia Tech just Virginia Tech just built. Uh, we live in a suite, so it's four rooms to a suite and then uh, two bathrooms. So you have to share a bathroom, but. Luckily, I got a pretty spacious bathroom since I got the handicap room, so I, I got I got a kind I kind of got a good setup, so I'm not complaining. Go ahead, Bryce. Like so y'all have your own rooms in the new dorms, like y'all have to share. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, you got each got your own room, but you just have to share a bathroom with one other person. That, so. That's uh, I know we were uh, talking about the old setup. That's way better than Cochrane. I had ten to yeah. ten to a suite and a and a suite mate. It was uh, it was not my favorite. Um, <laughs> Monster, great to have you here, man. I, I think if you keep making plays like you did on Saturday, I don't, I don't think the, anybody's going to mess your name up going forward. Um, but to get started here, I will. I, I get asked my first question. I think Billy got three in um, already. But one of the first questions we like to ask our athletes of the week is what made you select Virginia Tech? You know, looking at the, the offers you had, one from Illinois, Minnesota, I think Michigan State got involved, also the – the, the Terps, which I, I think you uh, you grew up pretty close to there. What what separated Virginia Tech apart and what made you want to be a Hokie? For sure. Uh, it was definitely the family field because uh, I kind of knew ahead of time um, the circumstance with Coach Fuente, who I was being recruited by, um, kind of him just being on the hot seat. And I kind of knew that going in there. So I was willing to take that risk, even with committing. So it was more so, I would say, Hokie Nation, the fan base, Blacksburg. Every time I came back, it just felt like home. So uh, I didn't feel like my, I could see myself anywhere else. So on that point, can you tell me a little bit about when you say you understood the situation, how did that affect your recruiting? Um, when that when that ended up happening, I know you signed your letter of intent on December fifteenth. How did that impact impact your recruitment, and how did you get introduced to the new staff when you got into town? Yeah, so um, I was getting recruited uh, by other schools. Kind of when the news got out that Coach Fuente got fired, um, then my recruitment kind of like opened. I didn't publicly announce that, but I was getting recruited by some other schools, obviously. Maryland, my hometown school, was always pushing hard on me. Uh, Michigan State got in there late. Um, and then Coach Pry, honestly, I was kind of thinking, looking at a different school, mainly Michigan State, uh, Minnesota. But then once Coach Pry got there, Coach Cheetah, Coach Jones, um, they they were really just genuine people. And I went down there. And then, like I said, that adding on to how I felt about Blacksburg, um, Coach Pry's history with putting people in the league and his defensive mindset as a head coach, it kind of just felt right for me just to stick with it and just go with my first decision. So what was that introduction like to him? He picked up the phone and called you. Uh, how quickly were you able to meet with them? Um, what was that like? So I think his first day on the job, uh, he, we had a Zoom call with all the commits and then after that, they kind of went on a road trip. So they went to actually each commit's house. So Coach Pryor, I believe, yeah, Coach Pryor came. No, I went up to Blacksburg on an official visit. They brought me up there right before signing day. So I went up there. Then Coach Jones and Coach Pilu, uh, they came down to my house, talked to me, um, just kind of about where they were at. And then uh, I came up on an official visit, got to see Pryor in person before signing day. And that really just capped it off so let's talk a little bit about coach jones uh what is it like playing for cheetah what's his coaching style what's his approach how has he impacted you on and off the field 
He's definitely a player's coach. I would say that. And when he when he coaches you, it, it's, it has to do obviously football, but it's definitely more of just developing you as a man and um, just finding like your character. And because that's the thing that's going to take you far in the long way. Um, football's only going to be here for so long, and hopefully, obviously, I I have aspirations to go to the NFL, but we know it's much more to life than that. So, and I feel like he develops me in those ways. So, I appreciate that. And we talked earlier this year to uh, to Taiwan Garbutt about the dog tags that they have over in the defensive uh, defensive line unit. Uh, we've mm. seen cheetah bags from Coach Jones. Uh, from Coach uh, Jones, tell us a little bit about the cheetah bags uh, and any other um, traditions or things that he may have. Yeah, so he's very um, strong on the cheetah. That he got that whole thing going on, but it, he has a lot of. Um, there's a lot of sense behind it, and it's kind of really the cheetah mindset. It's tracking and attacking, playing fast, even if you can't be in a position. Um, always never giving up, try to play through the hands. Um, and it's just the willingness kind of just to play with effort at all times and um, just more of a mentality um, at the end of the day. Is is uh, some cheetah apparel going to enter the wardrobe at, at one point? For me, I will have to leave that to Coach Jones. I, he's That's more of his thing. So, But I don't know, maybe, maybe one day. Yeah, when I, I we met him back in April, and he had on this yeah. slick uh, black sports coat with the cheetah print. It was it was next level. Yeah, he 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 got it all going on. So, so as as Billy mentioned, we've we've got to talk to a few people here, mostly upperclassmen. So it's really fun to talk to somebody who's a freshman and, and new to college. What's been the biggest adjustment from going from playing high school football to playing at the Division One level? I would definitely say just the um, the demand. Honestly, uh, most people say the speed of the game, but I feel like like the games are slowing down for me um, just because of my film study and how seriously I take my craft. So not really so much on the field, but I would just say versus high school. I mean, I go home after game, just lay in my bed, go to sleep. But now you have to take care of your body, get in the cold tub, um, do treatment, and things like that because. Uh, your body still makes your money, so you got to take that care of, you know, take care of that. So, what what area do you think you're spending more time on, or significant time? You mentioned maybe being in the weight room, or recovery, <clears throat> or watching film, or practice in general. What what area have you had a big emphasis on in the last couple of weeks? Exactly. Um, I feel like you definitely have to find a balance in all those. Obviously, the weight room is important. Um, as the season goes on, you know, stay strong. I know, obviously, the season goes, you kind of lose weight. But you, the whole goal is, for me, is trying to maintain that weight. And in the film room, just get a B on every team each week. Um, you know, study film on the guys early. And then, obviously, on the field, just practice every day like I'm about to play a game. So, versus kind of, I say, in high school, you know, I kind of joked around and practice and stuff like that. But now serious practice is taken much more seriously. That's awesome. Um, to to look at the game uh, this this past weekend, it, it, you know, it was obvious you were you were a big part of our defensive success in the second half. Did did you did you think you would get a, a shot this weekend and, and play a lot of the time? Or you know, you said you're always preparing like you're going to. But did you think you were going to get as many minutes as you did? 
to be honest, I just prepared every day. So as soon as my number was called, I went in there and I made sure that I made the best of my time. So there was no question whether I should be out there. So when I went out there, I felt like I was prepared. And uh, I feel like I played decent, you know, I definitely things to improve on. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I was more I – was, I was ready for the moment. And I feel like I, I took that challenge on and stepped up. How, how tough is that adjustment when you're – you're on the sidelines, you know, you're engaged in the game, you're aware of the plays going on, and all of a sudden your number gets called and boom, you're right in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, w- I would say the UNC game, that was definitely, that was my first time playing. Um, uh, they threw me in the first play, I had a pulling guard or running back straight to my side and I had to come make the tackle. So that was kind of just a wake-up call to college football for me right there. And after that, um, I was like, I feel like I can do this. So after that, it was, the pit game, um, it was more so, okay, I'm on TV, the excitement like that. But now when I came in the Miami game, my mindset kind of changed. It was more so like, I'm not trying to just not get not get B or something like that. I'm trying to go make plays versus being cautious. And I try to play with confidence this game. And I feel like that kind of shows. So, And that's what I'm trying to do going on forward. So as you get comfortable and look to expand your role, what are some aspects that uh, of out of your film study and from what you're hearing from coach that you're looking to improve the most as you progress this year as a player? So um, obviously I'm still a freshman, so uh, people out there probably bigger, stronger, faster than me. But through, through film study um, and eye discipline and just patience, try not to get out of things so fast, just be patient, be confident. Like I'm a fifth-year senior and stuff like that. So as the more reps I get, you know, the, the more the game slows down for me, the patient I can pay, more patient I can get and just – um, my three-step reads, um, it's more patient, my full work when the receiver gets me released and all that things. It's just reps will help with that over time. So. <laughs> and last one before we jump into rapid, uh, rapid fire here. So Tech is jumping into the bye week. We get this question every year. Um, never had really a chance to ask an athlete, but can you tell us a little bit about what a bye week looks like um, for you guys? What does the schedule look like this week as you guys don't have an opponent coming up here on Saturday? To be honest, it's my first year of college football. We don't have the schedule for the rest of the week, so I'm not really sure how that goes itself. So, to be honest, I don't know either. Normal Tuesday practices are very um, high-demand, um, physical. I don't know if they're going to be a little more less on that because we don't have a game this week. So, I couldn't relate to that myself, but I'm figuring the coaches really try to preserve our bodies as much as possible. So, maybe some periods are taken out of practice, but I, I wouldn't know myself either. It's like that. Uh, that whole answer just reminded me. You know the. Uh, you're 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 young enough. You remember the uh, the Vine or the uh, or the TikTok of Lil Yachty where he's. Uh, is it not? No, it's not. It's um. He's uh, outside of the school bus and he said, "Man, I just got here two days ago. I don't know what's going." On. <laughs> well, oh, uh, Uzi. It's yeah. Only my third day. Yeah, yeah, it's only my third day. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, moving on yeah. to rapid fire here. This is fun. You know, it doesn't have to be as rapid. You can uh, go with the answer however you'd like. The first question is, "What's your favorite movie and or television show?" Favorite movie? Oh, I'd say um, Cars two or three. Doesn't matter, but. I'm going old school, man. When I was young, I, I had the best birthday, ice cream, watch cars, and it hasn't left me since. So, 
Cars one, get no young. love. Hold on. You're <laughs> now as young as if you're old now. I think you're yeah. still. I think you're still. I, I feel like I'm still young, but that was really back, back in, in my day. day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was the one with um, what's it called, old major or something like that. I think that was mm-hmm. cars two or cars three. So, but yeah, that's definitely my favorite. Um, if you could have dinner with four people, dead or alive, who are the people that are going, and where are you eating? Four people, you said. Yep. Um, I would say LeBron James, you know, because just of his status and just his level right now, what he has. Um, I would say Jalen Ramsey because he's obviously someone I look up to. You know, being a top DB, he's perfected his craft, plays at the highest level. Mm. That's a good question. Um, I would say Malcolm X, just for what he did, you know, for the for the people, for the culture. Um, I would love to see what that was like. Um, and last person, mm. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't really know. I, I say Kobe because you know Kobe. I love his mindset. I love his mentality. I love his work ethic. So I really admire that. So I, I love to talk to him. And then you said location too. Yeah, where are you gonna eat? You're gonna go to like Kabuki or something like that, you know, a little Fuji restaurant. That's what I like to eat. So we're gonna sit down, have the food cooked in front of us while we have a good conversation. What about a celebrity crush? What if you could take a celebrity out on a date? Who are you taking? I know I'm focused on football, right? (laughs) Doesn't have the time. Yeah, I don't got the time for that right now. That I might don't be, know. I got football on my mind. That might be the best answer we've ever gotten to that question. <laughs> what about uh do you have a favorite musical artist? Mm. Uh I like Young Boy. You know, okay. I, feel, I, I don't know if y'all are familiar with him, but you know, I feel like he gets me motivated sometimes, you know, before games. He has some hyped up music. And then he got some switched up music too. That you could lay back and listen to. So I like, is this is this NBA young boy the one with all the talks uh, of where he's like you know if you're listening to NBA young boy you're stomping around the room or if you're pouring cereal yeah. you're you're throwing oh. the whole yeah okay yeah it sounds that like very, very uh, yeah it sounds like the type of music that gets you ready to run through somebody's face for so. sure for sure um and who is the best rapper of all time. Oh, see, get caught saying the wrong thing. Let me see. <laughs> no, I, yeah, my my generation. I mean, I would say Drake, you know, because just with his accolades, and I feel like he things he's done is uncomparable. So, okay, Drake. yeah. Go um, for it, Bryce. Yeah. Who is an athlete that you look up to or model your game after? Let's do and to expand. Let's do one football player and one non-football player. Okay. Uh, like I said, I look up to Jalen Ramsey. You know, just like the way he just plays the game. But as far as like who I like like to watch, I really like to watch AJ Terrell. Um, I really like his technique and the way he plays the game. Um, so probably those two, like football-wise. Um, 
And now football wise, I would have to say Kobe, you know, just because of like every day, either walking to school or somebody listening to something motivational, he talks about just his mentality. He wakes up four o'clock in the morning, gets after it every day. And that really motivates me to keep going. So I have to say, um, what's your favorite part about being a defensive back? I would say just feeling like you're on that island, like just no one can mess with you. Like when they threw that pass a little, a little pass to me last week on Miami, um, they just keep trying to test me. And I'm just like, it's not going, it's not going to work. You have to go somewhere else. So I feel like that's the best feeling. You just, you on that island, nobody can mess with you. First play that you went in, if I remember correctly, I remember seeing you go in and they went after, they went after you on a, a oh. on their, on their sideline, the first play the, that you were in the game. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if it was the first play, like second or third, but mm-hmm. I was on their sideline um, yeah. the whole time. So, you know, they see me out there. They Maybe I don't know if it's scouting for I'm a freshman. So, and they, they tested it, and uh, I don't want that to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to let that know. So, what what's what's more exciting to you to, to be tested constantly and, and prove, prove that they shouldn't look your way or for them never to look your way? <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, I would say respect-wise, you know, if they don't even look at your way, I feel like that just says something alone right there. But, you know, I, at the end of the day, I still want to get a little bit of stats on the uh, stat sheet. So I like to be targeted a little bit. So I say a mixture of both, but it could be either way. Awesome. And th- this one's fun for me. I think Bill set me up. But we looked at your TikTok earlier. Um, <laughs> not a big social media presence myself, but that's okay. <laughs> So maybe you can help me here. We saw that you had 150,000 followers. What is the secret to getting TikTok t- famous? I would say I don't I just started in in high school and I was just I posted this so one last year. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, last year. I started one year ago and I just posted this one tape on Austin clip or edit and I was like that was my favorite like uh, highlight tape. I used to watch for games and I posted that and blew up. And after that, I just posted like football stuff and relatable stuff that kids, you know, or people like my age too, that they like, they like to watch. And I, I guess I'm kind of relatable with that. So people like my TikToks. That's a little bit of a throwback. Cause that's the one I, uh, we had, my yeah. teammates used to, I went to high school with Jabril Peppers and he would always watch. Okay. Yeah. He used to always watch the uh, – it's the same one where it's uh, the Kid Ink uh, soundtrack and it has the Oklahoma highlight where he had like 500 mm-hmm. yards. I mean, mm-hmm. he was, he was something else. Yeah, see, that that was that was Forever Youth Game. I watched that. He, mm-hmm. And I, I posted a little thing like that and it blew up. And I was like, Shoot, it's not that hard. So mm-hmm. kind of just kept going. There it is. Bill, I have hope. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's it's a different act, uh, algorithm than Instagram. Instagram is a little harder to you know go viral, but you could a five year old kid could go viral on TikTok. Would you call yourself an influencer? Um, I don't know. I want to say influencer because I do it kind of more on the side now as football took over. But you know, I had a little um, with the signing day for. Um, uh, Virginia Tech day. I forgot what that was called. But yeah, so you know, some kids come up to me and they, they recognize me and that's always cool, but I wouldn't put myself out there like that yet, you know. I just no time for influencing, no time for girlfriends, just time Yo. for creating an island on one side of the field. I got <laughs> we got one goal right now. <laughs> Bill, Bill, maybe we got, got some free time. We make some TikToks. <laughs> Jokes? Teammate. Who's, who's your funniest teammate? Oh, funniest teammate. 
I have to say Eli Adams, man. That's that's a funny guy. I don't I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's always he always got energy. Uh, every team meeting, and music's playing, he's dancing. You know, he always got some energy. So he's a funny guy. Okay. What about? Do you have any pregame rituals, pregame routines? Lay your socks out a weird way, wristbands. Do you have anything odd that you do? Uh, I really don't. Uh, I got this one wristband that I wear. Um, it just says "No one, nobody cares." Work hard, work harder. Um, I wear that usually before every game. Um, and then, um, no, just go out there. I kind of switch up the stuff I wear, so it's really nothing. Uh, do clothes wise, but no, nah, no song. Whatever I'm feeling, just go out there and play. Are you chatty? Are you talking? Are you are you are you letting people know you're there, not just uh, physically but verbally as well? I would just say off the get go, like once I get in my mojo, I'm like, yeah, like it kind of gets irritating. Like, yeah, stop trying me. Like, I I talk with that, but I'm not coming out the first game, first play, just talking crazy. You know, I kind of respect the game, see how it goes first. <laughs> but I think I think defensive back is one of those positions where you where the the best defensive backs have a little bit of cocky to them. I think you got to be a little cocky to be a good defender. You got to have some mojo. You got to have some mojo to yourself. So, yeah, uh, corner, it's all about confidence. You can't let that break. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You always, even if you get caught, passes are going to get caught on you uh, in college football. So, if that happens, you just have to have the confidence to get back out there for the next play. So, <laughs> And, Monsoor, last question that I have from Rapid Fire is uh, whenever the ball does stop bouncing, whenever you're done playing football, what do you want to do? Now – I'm just going to let you know, when I was a freshman, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no clue. I think I changed my major three or four times. You still times. don't. I still, uh, I, yeah, I still don't know what I want to do. So what do you think you want to do right now? Uh, right now, I would say uh, really I would try to stay in the sports field. So I feel like I, I feel like be a good sports agent, sports lawyer. Um, and for a fact, I do cut hair. So, you know, if, if I ever really – I actually really have – um. Uh, I really like cutting hair, so I, I became good around around the dorm. I cut people's hair, so if you ever need a haircut, let me know. That might be a that might be a nice little uh, little nil piece of piece of content. Little little uh, sure. little little haircut drive. Okay, come mm-hmm. on, here, everything. Got my now, own clippers. Now, hold, on. hold on, hold on, my store. I think you know. I think it's fair to say we had Jack Click who cut hair. Um, now he was only allowed to cut white people hair. Are you comfortable cu- uh, cutting everybody's hair? Everybody, both my roommates, both of them are white. Two of them are white, so you know they come in the room, they get it chopped up too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know about everybody get the cut. I got you. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Monsoor, this has been great. We really appreciate it. I appreciate the name clarification. I appreciate the mojo talk. I appreciate everything. For those of you that don't know, remember the name Monsoor D Lane and Monsoor to take us out. Um, this is your time. It's time for Sharky shout out. So where can we find you on social media? Who do you want to shout out? Uh, this is your time. Take us out. Sure. Um, I just want to shout out Hokie Nation. I appreciate y'all, y'all every day. I know we're going through a little bit tough times right now, but y'all always show out and show the, show out, show the fan base. I appreciate y'all. And uh, social media, um, I would say uh, Saucy Sore, you know, that's my that's my handle. Usually for more things. Y'all found me on TikTok Saucy already. Y'all. I, got, I got caught. I got caught. Yeah, he's got some mojo. Saucy Sore. <laughs> <laughs> y'all catch you on there, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Saucy Sore. We'll talk soon. 
says that. Appreciate it. Time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know just what you're thinking. Take a hit, it started